Many of you uh, have faced tension this week at work or on social media or somewhere else because of the reactions to the uh, overruling of Roe versus Wade. What brings maybe you to tears of joy brings others to tears of anger. How do we deal with that and where do we go from here? This is a big topic. But it's pressing, and I wanted to show, uh, share a few, a few major points on it. The first is this. We ought not apologize for rejoicing in things worthy of rejoicing and supporting things that honor God. Let me repeat that. We ought not. I'm not saying we just to rejoice. I'm saying we ought not apologize for rejoicing. And things worthy of rejoicing and supporting things that honor God. What I mean by rejoicing is pure, unadulterated, unreserved rejoicing. The exercise of justice is joy for the righteous, but is terror to the workers of iniquity. Proverbs 21, 15. When justice happens, it glorifies God and everything we do is for God's glory. Colossians 3, 17, 1 Corinthians 10, 31. What is glorious to God is always what is truly best for human flourishing. We have no reason for shame. In fact, we dare not be ashamed of God's word. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory and the glory of the Father and of the holy angels, Luke 9, 26. Second, There is no biblically defensible position that allows for abortion of any kind, of anyone, in any situation ever, none. Every single human is made in the image of God, Genesis 1, 27, and as such has inherent to them both dignity and the God-given right to life. The Bible is clear that murder is sin, Exodus 20, 13, Genesis 9, 5 through 7. And is a sin not only against man, but against the very image of God in man. It is a sin against God. The Bible is clear that life begins at conception. Psalm 139, Jeremiah 1.5, and a lot of other places. That does not, that God does not forget the child in the womb, Isaiah 49.15, and that God judges the preborn's life in equal measure to those who have already been born, Exodus 21, 22 through 25. Simply put, abortion is murder. There are no exceptions. Since when have we sentenced kids to death because of the crimes of their parents? The image of God is not dependent on the nature of conception, nor the developmental level of a human being, DNA, location, or size of that human being. We do not murder someone because they're small. We do not murder someone because developmentally they're lacking. We do not murder someone because of where they are located in that moment. What I've realized this week is that many well-intentioned Even pro-life Christians have often been misinformed, deceived, or have just never been told about many of these issues. I apologize if that's been because I have not been doing my job. 
That was true of Amanda and I. For about three years, when we first got married, Amanda was on the birth control pill. The way both our doctors and Christians discussed it, it gave the impression that it was just default when you got married. That's just what you did. Only later did I find out that the pill, as well as IUDs, other hormonal forms of birth control, or many hormonal forms of birth control, have three birth control mechanisms. The first two are preventative, meaning they prevent the sperm from fertilizing the egg. The third creates an environment in the womb that ensures that a fertilized egg, a human, cannot attach to the uterine wall and thus can't survive. Thus, it does not guarantee that using these methods will always abort a child, but the risk is there. And I would implore you to consider the methods you are using and how they align with Scripture. Do not be ignorant. Do not just take what the world says. Conversely, pills like Plan B and RU486 are different. They are only abortive, though many organizations present them as preventative because those organizations do not believe life begins at fertilization, but rather at, implement, at, at implantation, which they say happens up to a week later. Christians should avoid those. And then there's IVF, in vitro fertilization, which I myself had only thought was good until a dear friend who had actually had a child through IVF told me the truth, which he only realized after the fact, that we are putting humans in a frozen jail, most of which are on death row waiting to be flushed or used as science experiments with no due process. We should lovingly, uh, third, we should lovingly warn all women against having an abortion. There are women who are being deceived and pressured that abortion is the best plan. Some of you have shared with me your stories of being pressured or stories of your mother being pressured to abort you. It is sadly so ubiquitous that it's surprising that anyone outside of a, a religious home would even think otherwise, except that Romans 1 tells us that people ought to know and that they will be held accountable. Genesis 9, 5, and 6 says, From his fellow man I will, be, I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed, for God made man in his own image. The person who takes another person's life deserves death. If we believe the Bible is true, and if we love these mothers, we should implore them when given the opportunity to not have an abortion, to prevent the kind of ungodliness and unrighteousness that demands the wrath of God from a good and just God. Number four, the gospel is the necessary tool. The gospel is the necessary tool. The gospel is how God loves and saves rebel sinners, yes, even murderers, through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. This is the only true hope. It's the only hope of relief from the guilt and the shame of abortion. If we aren't honest about people's sins, we keep them from the hope of God through repentance. And as people repent and are brought to faith, God sanctifies them by his word. The same God who forgives those who killed an innocent Jesus, Acts 2, 3, 4, 5, 7, I could go on, will forgive those who kill innocent children and change their hearts towards the preborn as well. I'm taking nothing away from that. It does not mean that the law is wrong or an unhelpful tool. The king of kings says that it is the duty of government to promote good and punish evil, Romans 13, 1 Peter 2, 13 through 14. What's more, being that not every person will repent and believe, God's common grace is seen in just and right laws that protect people from evil. And we, the people, ought to strive for laws that do just that. With that, we understand that the fight isn't over. With the overturning of Roe versus Wade, the question of abortion turns to each of the 50 states. There is an immediate issue for us to consider. We will be faced with the decision in Kansas as we consider the value of them both amendment on August 2nd. Listen, our ultimate goal as Christians must always be the total abolition of abortion. There is disagreement among Christians as to the best method, whether we should pass laws incrementally eliminating it or whether we should be all all or nothing. Do we matriculate the ball down the field or is it actually already fourth down and we need to just go for it? That's a good conversation for Christians to have amongst themselves. Whichever side of that conversation you land on, There are still questions as to whether value them both is a good step in the right direction or a stumbling block for future progress. So I'd encourage you to do a few things. First, read the actual words of the actual amendment. Read the actual words of the actual amendment. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to even this week who have not even actually read it, though they're trying to argue one side or the other. Social media is covered with blatant lies. Really pretty diagrams that tell untruth, just straight up untruth. You can easily access the text. It's two sentences. That's all it is. Second, inform yourself, pray, and compare these things to Scripture. Value Them Both has a website with plenty of arguments for why it's the right step. Look at it. Read it. There are also websites like aimks.org where Christians share the arguments for why we should vote against it. Not because they are for abortion, but because they're very much opposed to it. In fact, I've copied off of a a one-sheet paper Um, Because it's harder, I think, to find information on why a Christian would consider not 
voting yes on value, uh, on value them both. I've copied off some papers. I'm not saying that this is the position of Proclaim. I want you to understand. I'm offering this to you as a resource to consider and um, compare against Scripture. You may ultimately disagree with this, but don't be ignorant of it. Over the next month, we have much to think about, to pray and discuss. Over the next years, we have much work to do. But today, let us celebrate the end of the most unjust ruling in the history of our nation. If you have any questions, I'll be up here after service. I uh, would love to field any questions that you have. Um, I think some of the other elders will be up here as well. Um, I've invited Christy Torline to be up here. Um, she, if you don't know, is a physician's assistant for an OBGYN office and has been for, some for a while. And so I've asked her to be up here in case there's a medical question that I don't know the answer to, um, some medical technicality that I, I just don't know. Um, I've asked her to be up here as well. But I will end with these words from Psalm 109, 27 to 31. So if you'd stand with me for the benediction, let me end with this. Let them know that this is your hand. You, O oh Lord, have done it. Let them curse, but you will bless. They arise and are put to shame, but your servant will be glad. May my accusers be clothed with dishonor, May they be wrapped in their own shame as in a cloak. With my mouth I will give great thanks to the Lord. I will praise Him in the midst of the throng, for He stands at the right hand of the needy one to save Him from those who condemn His soul to death. He sent.